This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, October 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Food waste gets focus. Purdue sets new snap target. Hurricanes ag damage detailed. And WTO delays may hurt U.S. ag. Food waste gets administration attention. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is hosting FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb and Acting EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler at USDA today to talk about the problem of food waste and what the government and the business community should do about it. There's a growing recognition that reducing food waste has to be a critical part of any strategy to meet the needs of a growing population. The administration has been relatively quiet about the issue so far. But the Senate-passed Farm Bill includes a provision that would require Purdue to appoint a liaison to coordinate food waste programs across the government. Another provision would require USDA to evaluate methods of measuring food waste. Trump seeks to trim SNAP rolls. The Trump administration is adding a new twist to the fight with Congress over the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program. The administration's latest regulatory agenda includes a plan by USDA to use its administrative authority to roll back a long-standing provision that allows families in some states to qualify for benefits at higher incomes than they normally could. That provision is known as broad-based categorical eligibility, and it means that some working families can get SNAP benefits even when their income is as much as twice the federal poverty level. The normal cutoff for SNAP eligibility is about $32,000 for a family of four or 30% over the poverty level. Anti-hunger advocates say that lowering the income limit for SNAP is exactly the wrong thing to do if you want to encourage poor people to get jobs or to work longer hours. Here's the bottom line. The question is what the impact this USDA plant might have on the ongoing farm bill negotiations. One observer sees two possible outcomes. One, it could anger Democrats that the department would go around Congress to cut people from SNAP. Or the plan could encourage House Republicans to back off their attempt to cut SNAP in the Farm Bill. Trump's regulatory agenda also projects that the administration won't issue its new Waters of the U.S. rule until September 2019. Michael's ag damage in Georgia could near $3 billion. Hurricane Michael caused as much as $2.9 billion in damage to Georgia agriculture. That according to the latest estimates from the state agriculture department. The total could be lower depending on how much of the state's cotton crop might be salvaged. The latest estimate is that cotton losses could run between $300 million and $800 million. About a million acres of timber were destroyed at a cost of $1 billion, according to the state agency, and the damage to Georgia's pecan crop is estimated at $560 million. The state agency says pecan farmers will take a decade to recover from the loss of the mature tree, and many of these farmers were still recovering from Irma when Michael rolled through. There was another $480 million in damage to vegetable crops, including sweet corn, cucumbers, squash, peppers, and peas. Farmers with poor quality crops may get trade aid. Farmers in the Midwest, the South, and other areas that are having trouble selling weather-damaged soybeans and other crops may still qualify for market facilitation payments. 
the aid that USDA is distributing as compensation for market losses due to the administration's trade disputes. According to a USDA statement, quality of the crop harvested is not taken into account for MFP payments, only to be made on units harvested regardless of whether they're sold or stored. About 23% of Missouri's soybean crop, 20% of North Dakota's, and 11% of Iowa's is rated in poor to very poor condition. Excessive precipitation has brought the soybean harvest to a standstill in many areas. U.S. will likely need WTO appellate judges to hear complaints on China. The administration's effort to block new appointments to the WTO appellate body could make it harder for the U.S. to prevail in two complaints over Chinese ag policy. That according to Bob Cummings of USA Rice Federation. Cummings said, assuming we win both China cases, there may be insufficient judges on the appellate body to hear China's likely appeals. U.S. initiated two WTO disputes in late 2016 over China's ag policies. The first challenge is China's failure to import enough wheat, corn, and rice to meet its tariff rate quotas. And the second charge is China with maintaining domestic price supports that are far above market rates. Burger chains pressed on antibiotics. Environmentalists and consumer advocates are keeping the pressure on the fast food industry to force producers to cut back on antibiotic usage with a new scorecard that gives all but three burger chains an F on stewardship of the drugs. This is the group's fourth annual report, and it gives an A grade to just two chains, that Shake Shack and BurgerFi, that serve only beef that is rated without antibiotics. 22 chains receive an F because they lack meaningful policies on antibiotic usage in their supply chains, according to the groups. Wendy's received a D-minus because it buys 15% of its beef from producers that have reduced the use of the medically important antibiotic, Tylosin. The report dinged McDonald's for not committing to a timeline for reducing antibiotic usage beyond chicken. The report comes as the CDC is reporting a multi-state outbreak of drug-resistant salmonella in chicken products, the bacteria resistant to multiple antibiotics. 92 people in 29 states have been reported infected. Keep in mind, a Shake Shack cheeseburger starts at 569 in the D.C. area, compared to 399 for a Big Mac. Trump hears about rural broadband needs. Missouri State Agriculture Director Chris Chen was included in a White House meeting with President Trump and several cabinet members to talk about the administration's regulatory reform efforts. Chen used her time to talk about the need for better Internet service in rural areas. She thanked the administration for a reverse auction by the FCC that netted $254 million to connect 95,000 Missouri homes to high-speed service. At the meeting, which included Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, Trump announced that he would be asking departments to propose cuts of 5% in their spending. Roundup lawsuit moves ahead. A state court judge in St. Louis has removed an obstacle to holding a trial over whether exposure to Bayer's Roundup herbicide caused non-Hodgkin's lymphoma to develop in dozens of people. Judge Michael Mullen rejected Bayer's objections to the multi-plaintiff trial. No trial date has been scheduled. 
Here's today's She Said It. The agriculture industry is very appreciative of everything that you've done. You've brought attention back to rural America, and we appreciate it. That Missouri Agriculture Director Chris Chen to President Trump at yesterday's White House event. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, October 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.